praise the Lord. God bless you. Please be seated. If you don't mind, can you give a round of applause for our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We thank God for life and we are so grateful that we are alive. Praise the Lord. Good morning to you. And I'm sure you all had a wonderful week. Thank you for coming. And for those that are watching online, you are blessed as well in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, turn the Bible with me to the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verse 12 to 15. The book of Exodus, the second book of Moses. Exodus, in the Old Testament, the book of Moses. Exodus 33, verse 12 to 15. This morning, I'm going to be sharing with you the topic, the presence of God. The presence of God. Oh, I wish every one of us were around this morning during the Sunday school. The teacher that took the Sunday school had done justice. So all I'm going to do today is just to lay, I mean, to build on what the teacher has taught. He did a wonderful job. Let's appreciate our teacher for that. He did a good job. He did a very good job. Praise God. Exodus 33, verse 12 to 15. The presence of God. The presence of God. Alright. And Moses said unto the Lord, See that thou seest unto me. Bring up these people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I find grace and mercy in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace and favor in thy sight, and consider that the nation is thy people. Verse 14. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, God, carry us not up hence. May the Lord God bless his word, in your ears, in your heart, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whenever we are called to execute a huge task or assignment by God or by people, one of the signs of the success can be easily traceable to the presence or the approval of God's favor. Please child of God, never make a move if God is not involved in that project and that assignment. Never make a move. It may lead to failure and sometimes it may cost you your own destiny. So the presence of God is so crucial. The presence of God is all you need before you embark on a journey. If you are starting a project, if you are about to go on a journey, if you are about to embark on a huge task, on an assignment from God, either as a ministry or a minister, or you want to start a business, please consult God and make sure that you carry God along. Let his presence go with you. The presence of God guarantees success. It guarantees safety. It guarantees confidence, high performance. When God is with you, 
your life is changed and transformed and secured. And that is what the presence of God does. Also, never come to his presence without expectation. Anytime you approach his presence, please come with a high demand because your expectation will be turned into manifestation. Proverbs 23, verse 18. The Bible says, For surely there is an end, and thy expectation shall not be what? Shall not be cut off. So anytime you approach the presence of God, go with a high demand. You are not approaching man. Man may disappoint and fail you. But when you approach God, your father, with a high demand, it doesn't matter how high the demand is, God can meet that demand. So always go before his presence with a high expectation. What are the benefits of being in God's presence? Now when I'm talking about the presence of God, I'm not talking about you telling God, you have the presence of God with me. When you carry the presence of God, you don't need an announcement. One of the results of the presence of God is that you'll be highly favored. You know, people that don't like you will want to be a blessing to you. Sometimes even people that hate you with passion will want to help you. You are not the one. It is because of the presence of God that you carry Joseph said, it is not you that has caused me that evil. It is because God is with me. That is why he said, the Bible said in the book of Genesis verse 40, and God was with Joseph. Anywhere you read in the Bible where they say God is with a man, it means that individual is a carrier of the presence of God. So when we say the presence of God is with a man or a woman, is a beneficiary of the grace and the favor of God. You enjoy massive grace. You enjoy unusual favor. Doors will be open on accord. Why? Because the presence of God has gone ahead of you. You need His presence everywhere you go. You're talking about COVID-19. When the presence of God is with you, the Bible says, what has light and darkness has together? It that is impossible. So the presence of God is all you need. What are the benefits of the God's presence? Number one, you receive rest. Rest follows when you have God's presence with you. An unexplainable peace and calmness in the midst of storms and trials. Exodus 33 verse 14. Moses said, and he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give the rest. One of the things you enjoy, you know that it is God that is doing it, is that you are in the midst of storm and trouble, but you are still peaceful. You just discover that you are just peaceful. That is the presence. The presence of God gives you rest. Also, when you carry the presence of God, you experience joy unspeakable that people around you can't understand. One thing that I appreciate my wife for is that it doesn't matter how difficult the moment and the seasons we are going through, she is always happy. You all can attest to this. In a dull and terrible moment, she is always happy. Now that I have discovered that it is not her, it's not even a bad attitude. It's about what you carry because you cannot give what you don't have. 
<laughs> Praise God. The Bible says in the book of 16, Psalm 16, verse 11, the Psalm 16, verse 11, it says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is what? The fullness of joy. And at the right hand, there are what? Pleasure. Anytime we come into his presence, there is what? Fullness of joy. There is joy unspeakable, the joy that people of the world cannot understand. You know, every time you go to your place of work, they see you happy, they don't understand. They can't understand because they don't have what you have. When you don't carry what I carry, why do you want to enjoy what I'm enjoying? So the presence of God brings what? Unspeakable joy. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. When God is with me, it's a matter of time. I will come out better. So the presence of God will give you unspeakable joy. Number three, the benefit of God's presence. Glory and honor are in his presence. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 27. It says, glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and uh, gladness are in his place. You remember the story in the book of uh, Numbers. When Moses went to the mountain to speak to God for 40 days and 40 nights, by the time Moses would appear to the people, the people could not behold Moses. And the Bible says the glory of the Lord had overshadowed Moses to the extent that his face was shining like a, like, like a sun. They could not behold him. Do you know what the people said? They said, look, go back, go back, go back to God. We can't behold you. Anytime you are prayer before his presence, God's glory will overwhelm you. That is why the Bible says we are changed from glory to glory. When you are in his presence, now you are changed. Your life is changed. Your destiny is changed. Everything about you is changed. So, glory and honor are in his presence. You remember the story of, in, in the book of John, when Jesus took James, Peter, and John to the mountain of transfiguration. They were alone. And the Bible records that. And there was a thick cloud. And there was a voice that came. Then Peter asked, Master, we are not going back to the world. Let us build a tabernacle here. It's beautiful here. The splendor, the glory that we have seen is incomparable. Let us stay here. Jesus said, you have not seen anything. So anytime we appear before God's presence, the glory and honor overshadows you. Number four, the benefit of God's presence. Blessings awaits you in God's presence. Psalm 121 verse 1. And Revelation chapter 7, verse 12. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. You that is watching online, you are not in the house of the Lord. That is the truth. <laughs> I was glad when it was said unto me, Let us go where? In my bedroom? No. no. To where? In the house of the Lord. Because there are joy unspeakable in his presence. That is what we are enjoying. You are watching online. You don't know what you are missing. I was glad when they tell me, let us go. So blessings await you. Every 
time we come together, you don't understand what we enjoy. Six months, do you know what we were deprived of? We were deprived of fellowship. We were deprived of relationship. We were deprived of love for one another. I could not see any, any shepherd that stops smelling sheep is not fit for purpose. Any shepherd, any leader that stops following the, 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 the members is not fit for purpose. Do you know the kind of contact I miss? Not speaking to people, not talking to members, not be able to go to their houses. But now, by the special grace of God, here we are in his presence, enjoying God. But it's going to get better in Jesus' name. Number four, blessings await you in, his, in God's presence. There is complete deliverance in his presence. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 17. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 17. But upon Mount Zion, upon the Mazanada is the house of God. There shall be deliverance and there shall be what? Holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their word. Their possession. There is always a deliverance when you come to his presence. The presence of God commands deliverance. It brings healing. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 107 verse 20, He sent forth his word and his word he led his people and take them away from their destruction. As the word of God is coming from this altar, the word of power, the word of healing is being released. And those are the privilege and the benefits we get from his presence. So when you are in his presence, there is complete deliverance. May you receive your deliverance today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number six, benefit of God's presence. Our strength is renewed in his presence. Psalm 84 verse 7. Psalm 84 verse 7. It says, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them is an appearance before who? Before God, when you are in God's presence, your strength is renewed. They go from strength to strength. Those that appear in Zion, those that appear before God, your strength is renewed like an eagle. Finally, benefit of God's presence. You get quick answers to your request when you are in his presence. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, the story of Anna who was trusting God for the fruit of the womb. The Bible records that Hannah will always go to the mountain, Shiloh, to pray. And suddenly on this particular day, as she was praying on the mountain, the prophet Eli also came to pray. Unknown to Anna, the representative of God was going to make a pronouncement upon our prayers. And that is why I beg you, don't miss the service and don't miss the presence of God. You will not know when the angel of favor will come bring your own blessing. I remember a sister, we invited a guest minister for a special program. And I particularly told this sister, year back in Africa, Nigeria, and about 15 years ago, where I was pastoring Nigeria. I begged her, I said, please, so make sure you are around. I want this man of God to pray for you. And she missed that Sunday for one reason. As the man of God mounted the pulpit, a word of knowledge of him. I said, there is a sister here. You have been trusting God for the fruit of the womb. The sister is not here for 15 years. Where is the sister? Pastor. I said, I don't know which sister. He said, no, there is someone here. God wants to bless. Lo and behold, the sister was nowhere to be found. She missed a miracle. 
So when we are in God's presence, our prayers and our requests are quickly answered. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. What are the qualifications for God's presence? It's not everybody that will be qualified for God's presence. What are the qualifications? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Hebrews 12, 14. Follow peace with all men, and holiness without which no man, no woman, shall see the Lord, shall be in the presence of God. Holiness. Complete holiness. Complete righteousness. Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5. Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5. The Bible says in Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5, Who shall appear before the Lord? You want to appear before his presence with a filthy hand? No. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that had what? Clean hands. And what? A pure heart. Who had not lifted up his soul unto what? Vanity. Nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. These are the qualifications. Holiness, righteousness, pure heart, pure hand, before you will appear in his presence. Number two, you must appear before him in solitude. If there is anything I miss most in this country, when I came into this country, and I, I went back, I went back straight back to Nigeria for six months. There is nowhere to pray. Everywhere I live in this country, I have problems with my neighbors. Everywhere I live, they will come knocking at the door. We love the way you sing, but you are shouting. <laughs> On the, everywhere I live, I stayed in this UK. I will, I, not that I have a physical problem, but you see, I am used to a situation where every month, a week, three days, Take my luggage, I go to the camp, I go to the mountain, seven days, three days, I'm refreshed. I hear from him. Everything that is around me means nothing to me. Every time I come, back, come down, every situation is like a needle to me. In my own eyes, if a president is standing before me, it means nothing. Every time I come down from the mountain, I am so refreshed, I am so enlightened, I am so, you know, those are the privilege I enjoy in my country, Nigeria. But where can you get there here? Where's the opportunity? The opportunity you have is you go to an hotel. There was a time I have to travel, go to an hotel. The other person in the room was banging my door, was banging my door. And I said, oh God, what do I do? Where do I go to pray? There is no wilderness, there is no mountain in this place. You want to know that you want to enjoy the presence of God? Please let go on retreat. God cannot talk to you in the midst of crowd. And God will never show you revelation in the midst of crowd. You want to know the secrets of men. You want to know the secret of cities. Stay alone in his presence. And the Holy Spirit will download all the secrets to you. Solitude. Absolutely solitude. You separate yourself. 
you separate yourself from your wife, your family. You can read Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. The Bible will always tell us, and Jesus will withdraw himself to pray. Then I wonder, if he's God, why is he praying? If he's God, why is he withdrawing himself to the mountain? He's always withdrawing himself to pray. There is a benefit when you are alone with God. There are certain information God wants to pass across to you. That when you receive that information in the midst of crowd, you, know, you may not be able to understand it and comprehend it. But when you are alone, the Holy Spirit will begin to decode and interpret that message and information. Oh, you want to enjoy the presence of God. Solitude, isolation. You need to deprive yourself. And that is part of what I teach you. You have to pay the price. You have to pay the price. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Also Luke chapter 5, verse 16. Follow peace with all men. And that is not Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. What is wrong? It says, but so much the more went their fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together to hear him and to be healed by him of their infirmities. In verse 16, it says, and he did what? He withdrew himself into where? Into the wilderness to do what? To stay in his father's presence. Notice in the Bible, every time Jesus withdraw himself, every time he appears to people, the Bible will record a multitude will follow him. It is not him. It is the presence of God that is attracting the multitude. A general Vasya told us, he said, it is not me that is bringing proud. It is the presence, the Holy Spirit. What are the qualifications for God's presence? Humility and patience. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Humility. You must approach him in humility. You must reverence God. The Bible says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. And I will do what? Forgive their sins. And I will do what? Heal their land. We want God to heal this land. We want God to heal the nation. We want God to put an end to COVID. But nobody is ready to pay the price. Churches are not ready. Believers are not ready. The body of Christ are not ready. What is COVID before the presence of God? It has happened before. Read the book of Exodus. The place. God knows about it. But God is waiting until when the body of Christ will come together to cry, to put a stop. Humility. You must approach him with humility, with reference. Now, what can disqualify you from his presence? Finally, what can separate you from God's presence? Number one, familiarity. When we are too familiar with God, you know, sometimes when people come to church, the way they walk to God, I just amazed that is it the same God that I know? <laughs> is it the same God that killed Ananias and Sapphira that I know? Is it the same God that killed Uzziah that I know? Is it the same God that punished Moses? No, it was David that counted. Is it the same God? Is it the same God that walked with Moses for almost 80 years and forbid him from seeing the promised land? This same God we are treating this way. 
You know, we treat God as if God is on our back and call. Pastor, go on with your service. When we feel like it, we come in, we will stroll in. I don't have any problem. Let the people that have problems go and sit down. I've just come to praise him. And I've just come to worship him. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Lift up my holy hands. And then you are done. May the Lord forgive you. Familiarity. <laughs> but some of you, before you got your visa to this country, you remember how many hours you used to spend on the mountain. You remember how many fasting you went through before you cross over. Now you have crossed over. You have now become the boss. Familiarity. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6. Matthew chapter 13 verse 53, 58. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 talks about, it says, Who being in the form of God, Taught it not robbery to be equal with God. Jesus was God personified. But the fact that he was doing miracles, he was performing wonders, he did not taught it as equal with God. He did not say, oh yes, I'm not God. He was so humble. Familiarity. We are too familiar with God. We are too familiar with men of God. I took a brother to me, with me. I was going to minister in a place, uh, uh, I don't know where, Birmingham or so. And the brother saw massive things happening. People falling under the anointing and everything. And as we were going in, the car he was driving, that was about four or five years, he said, Pastor, what is happening? Why is that not happening? I said, it can't happen. I said, it will happen. I'm not cursing. He said, I said, but until when you make a demand on the anointing, that is when the anointing will trigger miracles. He said, but there is no demand on me. There is no demand, so why should that be a miracle? What triggers a miracle is a demand. The woman with the issue of blood said, if I touch the hem of what? The garment, a demand. There was a demand. And because of that demand, there was a trigger of a virtue of power that flow into the woman. Familiarity. Disqualification from his presence. Sin, Isaiah 59 verse 2. Sin can separate you. Sin is a sinker. Sin is a stinker. The Bible says, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you. That he will not what? He will not hear. Sin can separate you. Number three, finally, depriving God of his praise and glory due to him. That can disqualify you from God's presence. Isaiah 42, verse 8. Isaiah 42, verse 8. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another. Neither my praise to the world Graving in it. Stand up on your feet. God's presence. It's either you are far from God or God is far from you. Search yourself. It's either you are far from God or God is far from you. We need His presence more than ever before now. 
This hour, this time, this season is when we need God's presence. When the world are waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. It's not the hour for we believers and body of Christ to do meetings and uh, association. It's the time of the manifestation of the power of God. The world are waiting for the solution for the vaccines for COVID-19. If only we can pray. If only we can seek the face of God. If only we can tell God and come together as the body of Christ. And attract his presence. That is then we will have solution. Lift up your hands and pray to God. Lord, may your presence not be far from me. Let me enjoy your presence every day. Lord, I pray.